Welcome to Beautiful Road Podcast. I am your host, Paris Finnison, and I want to talk about not getting weary in well-doing. You can't get weary in well-doing. When I started my journey and God brought me to a place where it was just me and him, no one else, just me and him. And it was it it had been like this for a while now. And I got to a place where I started to feel lonely because my life became very quiet and it's just me and God and now I am feeling some type of way and I told God like I don't like this right here. I don't like how I'm feeling. It was a Friday and I've been working hard all that week building and I went and got me a glass of wine. That glass of wine gave me courage to reach out to some people that I haven't heard from in a while because I have been in my wilderness season. God has been, you know, having me to himself when he's been working on me, like really dealing with me and bringing me to a place of peace but my flesh was going through withdrawal and I got weary and I end up inviting an individual to my home, someone that I've been close with for years and that turned chaotic. That took me back to a place that God had took me away from. That took me back to a behavior that God had delivered me from. You know, I was drinking wine, I was smoking cigarettes, and I hadn't had a cigarette in about seven or eight months. Like, I've literally cleared my life of all the bad habits. And it took one moment of me getting weary, and I opened a door to me at the end of the night in strife. I'm yelling, I'm arguing, and in my apartment, I don't do that. I just moved to my new apartment. My neighbors do not hear that. If they hear any noise, I'm pointing. Well, I am speaking in tongues, and I try to do that low because I don't want to seem weird because everybody don't understand that. But the point that I'm making is my home is quiet, and that's the life that I have with God. And I learned a lesson from that. Do not get weary and well-doing. Because even after the argument with this individual, I was able to see a lot more. And I start from that incident that the enemy wants to expose you. You never know who you got, who you have watching you while God is elevating your life. And if you are walking with Christ and you start professing the love of Christ and talking about him and sharing the blessings, people watching you. And you get weary and well-doing and you say, you know what, I'm just going to go visit this person or go around this family or my family or whomever family wherever you come from when you were a sinner and you were equally yoked with these sinners and you were in agreement with their lifestyle because you were living the same lifestyle but yet you come back around and you're unequally yoked because God has delivered you from a certain behavior he has delivered you from a certain mindset and you put yourself in a position where you thinking it's safe because these people have known you your whole life 
or you've known them for a long period of time and you feel safe with them one thing I had the hard truth I had to really learn that even though we have relationships and we know people and we have family when it come to the truth of the, of the matter although we can see each other eyes and nose and ears you see this person and you recognize them it's all spiritual people connect with each other based on what's in their spirit that's how you have a certain type of uh, that's why there's only certain type of people that only connect with certain types of people if you have a certain belief system, you are going to draw a group of people who have that same belief system. It's all spiritual. So when God began to deliver you from your old ways and he starts to dwell within your spirit, and you go back and you go around those people that you used to hang around with, you are no longer yoked. You can't have... You can't go around people who still agree with darkness, who still have sinful nature and think that you can go around and just have a glass of wine and don't think that the master that they're serving is going to use them to call you to do something so they can expose you. So here you is, you're arguing, and now they're pulling out their phone to show proof. Because you want to make it look like that God can't, do the impossible there's no way God can change people there's no way God is a deliverer he wants to make God look like what he is not and that is a liar he wants to make his word not be true in uh, in people's eyes and if you take yourself to a place where people do not have the intention of ever getting their lives right with God don't be surprised at the end result don't be surprised what happened. <laughs> Don't be surprised because you can't go around certain places no more. That is that's the same way if you if God delivered you from a relationship, a toxic relationship, and you get weary, you start to feel lonely because you've you you used to being in a relationship, you used to having somebody in your life. And now you're on your phone and you're testing this individual who has no desire to ever change, no desire to even seek God, want nothing to do with the God that you serve. And now you're testing and you're having conversation and you're thinking it's innocent, but somehow y'all end up in the same place alone whether it be your place or their place and now you're in their bed and now you done started the relationship all over again and you find yourself in a worse situation than you were the last time God delivered you so now you got to do extra work to go back to the place that God had you now you're missing that peace now you're missing that quietness because you done went back to all of that noise and that chaos that God delivered you from. Do not get weary in well-doing. You have to understand that he changes everything about you. He changes the way you used to think. Your behavior, none of that is the same. So these 
people that you reached out to because you feel lonely, you have to understand you are not equally yoked with them. They're not going to receive you because they don't receive your God. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Do not be unequally yoked with with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? When you come around, you feel with the with, with Christ. You feel with His peace. You feel with His love. They filled with darkness because if you're going around people that don't have the intention of ever serving your God, and they still doing things that God has delivered you from, they still have darkness. So how are you gonna fellowship with them? How you want to go around? If anything, whatever they're doing, you want to end up doing. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Bad company warns good morals. So you taking your stuff. Character has changed. You got standards, boundaries. You you have morals. But you let that one moment of weariness lead you into the company of people who are filled with darkness. And now by the end of the night, you cursing. You got a blunt in your hand and you think they laughing with you no they laughing at you you gonna be the next conversation that next day girl get you was over here get you was over here wait let me send you a picture I got, let me send you the video I got him right here and you've been professing your love for Christ and allowing people to see how God has been blessing you and now you the talk. They, it, it slowed down because you would just talk in the beginning when you separated, when you started breaking generational curses, and they were talking about you. Then they got over it, and you'd wash your stuff around, and you'd woke them right back up. Now they're talking about you again. Now you exposed because that's all the enemy is going to do. It exposed you. So don't get weary and well-doing. Then you get back with that ass. And you've been you you have turned that ass away and told them, look, I'm with God now. I can't have anything to do with you. And now they get you back. You don't think they're gonna retaliate through their action? The enemy will use anybody that has an open door to express his anger towards you. So you have to be careful. That's why the Bible said, guard your heart. You have to guard your heart. You even need to guard your peace. When you have a moment of weariness, just go to God in prayer. You know, he'll take it away. He'll take it away. Don't allow yourself to be tricked and deceived into the presence of people who want nothing to do with your God or you because, you know, if they can't receive your spirit, if they can't receive you, they don't if they can't receive your spirit of God they don't want you like I say it's all spiritual when humans connect it's all spirit that's why the Bible said it's not flesh and blood that we wrestle against it's not it's all spirit it's all spiritual and when you start to look at things you know from a different standpoint you will start to be wise 
you'll be wise in the decision that you make. So you have to protect yourself. You have to understand the enemy is he 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 is looking he is he's watching and the moment he sees that you are you know starting to get weary and you get you, you're getting at a place where you're feeling lonely you he's going to, he, he's going to tempt you and you will regret it it's been many times <laughs> that i have put myself in bogus relationship while god was doing that's why it took me a while to get to this point because i started my journey with christ um 11 years ago and i am so grateful that i am finally (laughs) at a place with god that i have made my mind that there is nothing out there for me in the world i don't want to do the things of the world i don't want to you know look like the world I'm just not interested no more but when I started my journey I didn't have the wisdom that I have now and the enemy kept getting me where I was still weak at getting me where I still you know needed healing and in my case it was toxic relationship God would take and it was back and forth he'll take me deliver me and I'll get to that peaceful place that quiet place and here you go, my phone with a text message, and I end up in a toxic relationship. And it seemed like they get worse and worse. And I didn't understand why I kept going back. And that's how the enemy will get you. He'll cause you to feel weary. He'll cause you to get to a point where you just feel like you just can't do it no more. That's an attack. That's a warfare. Just go into prayer and have God. You know, tell him how you feel and he'll give you comfort. You feel lonely, go into worship. God has everything you need. Protect your heart. Guard your heart. And if you have gotten weary and you fail, don't be hard on yourself. The Bible says we all fall short of his glory. See the difference between a righteous man and a sinner. A righteous man, when they fall, they get up and repent. Because once you have tasted the goodness of Christ and you fall you realize you don't want nothing to do with that world a sinner they have no fear no conviction and and that's just part of their nature so don't be hard on yourself and know that God still loves you you say nothing can separate his love from you but when you are doing and that's in anything that you are doing in your life when you make the decision to take action and areas of your life to to be better to like if you want to get your credit right if you want to eat healthy don't get weary and well doing understand that your flesh is not going to agree with you your flesh is your enemy and it will come against you it's no different from taking a pacifier from a baby and how you deal with that child, you have to let that child cry. Yeah, it will irritate you. Yeah, you will feel some type of way. But after a while, that child will catch on to it. That's how you do your flesh. Your flesh is going to rise up against you in anything that you do. Certain behavior, you may say, I'm no longer going to argue. I'm going to humble myself. Anything that you try to do that is good for you is going to be a battle between your flesh in you <laughs> your flesh is not your friend your flesh is not your friend it doesn't agree with with you and that's why you have to constantly you know 
not allow your feelings and your emotion and the things that you are up against to take control over you. Even when you don't want to do it, keep doing it. Because one thing I've learned about the flesh eventually, it's going to um, come into agreement with you. And then it's going to start wanting to do the very thing that you have been training it to do. You just got to get over that season, that rebellious season when it's rising, when it's rising up against you, when it's loud. Once you get over that, after a while, your flesh going to want it too. That's one thing I can say. You can train the flesh to agree with with whatever it is you're trying to, trying to get it to do. Excuse me, I'm not going to edit that. But don't be surprised if it tries you. The flesh is, is kind of slick. So you have to always be on guard. You have to always be watchful. You have to watch yourself, just like you have to watch people. You are covered in flesh. Your flesh is a part of this world. That's why you have to make sure that you live your life doing more spiritual things because the Bible speaks on when you um, when you do spiritual things, it governs govern the flesh. When you do fleshly things, it governs the spirit. And you want to make sure if you want to have more control over your flesh, you need to incorporate fasting and praying and really spend a lot of time with God. So if you find yourself getting weary, you will know what to do. You will have the wisdom to respond. You will understand it's just my flesh. These are just, you know, old parts of me trying to come back up. Send it right back where it came from and keep moving. This is a journey. And no matter how good you get, no matter how high God elevates you, you always going to have weary moments. Just use wisdom. Just look at it as a, you know, something that just come passing through and go right back to your normal walk. Go right back on your journey, but just don't yield to it because the enemy will use those moments as a setup or a trap you might have somebody and you will find think of a person to reach out to and not knowing it's a setup it's to expose you it's to you know take you back to a place that you don't need to go you find yourself arguing when you hadn't been arguing you find yourself fornicating you hadn't been having sex you don't want to do none of that you don't want to put yourself in a situation that's going to be harder to get you out of so don't get weary in well doing don't get weary and well doing anything that you're doing good for your life if you mess up if you fall get back up get back up and keep moving that's the beauty of life every day is so precious because that means to me another change you're not perfect but you are progressing when you constantly get up you're doing something in that you're, you're strengthening yourself and before before you know it those falls will turn into slip. Those slip will turn into a, oh, and now you're walking, and now you're running in it. It's a journey. Whenever you're trying to undo something that you have been doing for almost all of your life, you have to be easy on yourself. God is not hard on us. He don't do those things to us. When we come to him like lost little puppy that's been in the well, he don't just take us through a season and start being like a drill sergeant he's so kind and loving and he takes his time with you 
So you do that with yourself and anything that you do. I don't care how long the journey takes for you to get it right. Just don't quit. Don't give up. And when you fall, get back up. So thank you for listening to Beautiful World Podcast. I am your host, and you have a blessed day. Bye-bye.